Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Hi, Jess. How's it going? Good. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. I know. It's freezing today in Vancouver. Fashion. Very nice. Should we introduce our guest? Yeah. All right. So this is my friend. She's <laughs> really cool. <laughs> We've read in person. She's so nice. Um, she lives in New York. <laughs> my friend, Lizzie Bartelt. Woo! How's it going? I have a crowd here with me, and they're all just standing up and clapping. It might as well be 7 o'clock here. A little bit of a dream guest. 90 degrees. Actually, I lie. It's more like 85 degrees here in Brooklyn today. So the, the long sleeve shirt, I'm wearing a cut-off sleeve shirt today. It's <laughs> quite a contrast of temperatures. Yeah, we don't, I don't know what's going on, but it was, uh, I mean, obviously it's Vancouver. So one day is gorgeous and the next day it's a torrential storm. Yeah. Uh, I was wearing like a thick wool sweater. I'm wearing another wool sweater with a t-shirt underneath, wool socks and jeans. And on the weekend I got a sunburn. (laughs) Two days ago, I was wearing sweatpants and fleece lined slippers. So we have a lot of the roller coaster too, but today I was sunbathing, so... (laughs) <laughs> Do you have air conditioning in your apartment? We have air conditioners, but I really hate air conditioning, especially to like sleep in. It just mm-hmm. screws with my sinuses a whole lot. I have a yeah. lot of sinus problems. Me too. Like if it's really, really bad, <laughs> then I'll get a, a washcloth and get it wet and fall asleep with that on me. <laughs> Classic. That's so I'm quite an eccentric old lady. <laughs> it works though. Yeah, it works really well. I'm always oddly nostalgic for that, like, crushing heat of the of uh, Montreal and New York. Yeah. I do like it. I have a pillow that is, like, colder than you. <laughs> I bought, like, one of those is high like gel? Something like that. It's, like, whenever you flip it over, it's just, like, so cold. It's magical. Oh, that's I nice. I need one of those. I recommend it. I had the same pillow for like, I don't know, 20 years. And then I was like, I deserve a new pillow. Yeah, treat yourself. Turns out technology has advanced a lot in the world of pillows. I have nice memory foam pillows, but they get hot. I think I need one of those ones that's specifically like, this is a cool pillow. I don't believe it if it's foam ever. Foam is the hottest thing. I have a Casper mattress and I think it's secretly a sauna as soon as I go to bed. That's just because you fart so much. Farting doesn't make me sweat. It makes me cool down. (laughs) I wanted to make so many fart tweets today. Why didn't you? I don't know. (laughs) Like at work? No, not on the work Twitter. That would be great, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the products from your work do cause a lot of farts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm pretty outspoken about that because we're kind of (laughs) after two years, I'm like, no, I'm not going to try anything. (laughs) I'm good. You need fart medicine. Or just not to eat it, which is easier than probably a fart medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Your love is like fart medicine. Fart <laughs> medicine is what I need. Oh, your love. Beautiful. Uh, thanks. Um, it's a great song. We, thank you. But uh, yeah, I uh, worked from home today. Um, I took all of the art off of my walls a few weeks ago because I thought I would be painting them. I have not done that. And Hank put himself to bed a little while ago, so he'll probably come and visit in a bit. Cute. 
Yeah. Do you guys want to do a round of brutal nightmares? <gasps> Kittens. Oh, wow. They're so pointy. <laughs> you said cute backgrounds. I've got cute backgrounds. No kidding. And I have a lot of Phil Collins backgrounds. <gasps> oh, <laughs> hello. Oh, he's got ah. his little organ. He's so old now. He's so cute. Do you want to go first, Lizzie? Sure. So I have worked in retail since I was a teenager. I walked into Fossil, the watch store, with my mom because <laughs> I needed a watch. And my mom ended up finding a watch and I ended up getting a job. Whoa. And because the lady who managed it, her name was Donna. Shout out to Donna. Donna. <laughs> um, she was really cool and she really liked me. We had a nice interaction and she was looking for someone and that was kind of the the end of it for me. I <laughs> loved that job so much. And it was, you know, I was 16. So I was starting to look at schools and I ended up finding a school where I could study uh, fashion merchandising because I wanted a career in retail. And it ended up landing me a job down the road with a company that I worked for for 11 years. And my longest position with them was managing inventory in their like you know global flagship location you have to have a <laughs> very <laughs> nice name for it um so one of their largest locations <laughs> and um you know multi-million dollar grossing store and my little office was under the staircase behind the main like customer service desk so right when you walk in the store there's that returns customer service desk. And then behind a door is Lizzie sitting, oh um, like taking all the gross returns and processing them and all that jazz. And then often being called out to be the manager who says, no, we're not taking this back or undercutting my employee <laughs> coworker to say, you really should take that back, which I tried not to do because I think that's really shitty. You have to you know, stand with the person denying the return because mm -hmm. it really sucks to be the person to be like, no, we're going to take it anyways. Yeah. Because um, it's just mixed messages. So a um, few years ago, they changed their return philosophy. And oh, no. they, philosophy. They, they put in like black and white and we printed it out and set it on the counter that if you wanted to return something because you were moving and it no longer fit in your home, this is a home, a home goods store. <laughs> you can't return it. And before it had been a very open, generous return philosophy. So you could basically bring anything in and we would take it back if it looked like it was something that we sold. <laughs> and people would do that. They would buy an entire custom closet, use it for a decade and we would take it back. It was awful. And That's then I so had to bad. go through people's gross old closet parts Ew. Write them out of stock and get them in a bin for what we were told was recycling, but it was just a lot of plastic waste. This is awful. And no one could take anything. I just now my like eco warrior self is like embarrassed for that long stint of mine where I just wasted so much stuff. Anyways, a couple came up to the desk to return some stackable shelving and they were like, we're moving and this won't fit in our new apartment. So we're returning it. And the person behind the desk kind of went through the whole thing. And the woman in the couple started to get that, you know, self-righteous. Well, every time I've shopped here, blah, 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 blah. You know, and the, the customer service representative, the cashier was like, you know, we changed our philosophy, blah, blah, blah. Let me get my manager, see what I can do. 
<laughs> and I get called out and I give the same spiel. We read through the thing together and the young woman like pauses and her boyfriend behind her and you can see her just like the red filling up the temperature <laughs> gauge of her head. And the boyfriend is looking so annoyed, but I can't tell if it's with me or with her. And so I say, you know, I'm happy to read through the philosophy with you. It's strictly says <laughs> the exact thing that you just said that you wanted to return. It. We're not doing it. So I won't be able to take this trying to get them to walk away. So she gets out of line with the boyfriend. They walk away. And like two seconds later, she walks back and says, I want to return these shelves. They didn't work for me. <laughs> and the boyfriend grabs her by the arm in a way that's, you know, not great, but grabs her by the arm and like screams her name like Lizzie <laughs> drags her off. And like everybody in line and around was laughing very hard <laughs> at her pathetic attempt. Oh, my God. To lie to us and get, I don't know, like two eighty dollars shells returned. But, like, at least come back another day if you've decided to change your yeah. tactics. <laughs> or take it to the location downtown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. But also, don't worry, we'll call them and let them know you're probably coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because everybody knows each other within a company, and they don't, you know, we work against theft and loss, so... But also, like, that's what Craigslist is for. If you've owned something for a while, you don't go back to the store after you, you've like used it for years <laughs> the things that people would try to return and sometimes we would get free product as employees and then people would leave working there and then they would bring that free product back <laughs> to return it and that would be brought out for that wow <laughs> it'd be like hey alicia I remember when I got this for free in this box do you remember that that's why we won't be taking this back Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica, I feel like I interrupted you like 17 times when you're trying to say something. I don't remember. Okay, I was perfect. Probably just going to talk about piss. So <laughs> you <laughs> dodged a bullet, really. So you worked there for 10 years? 11. Yeah, 11. My actually, my anniversary with them is coming up in about five days. Oh, my God. Oh, you should go and return obviously something. Obviously committed to memory. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was it was a long time. Do you have a highly organized closet? I do. Oh, man, I do. That's great. I listened to the Ologies podcast on clutter and decluttering yesterday, and I learned a lot. Learned a lot about clutter. I'll have to organizing. listen to that. I, have I like it. A tendency to hoard things. I have a lot of collections. Jessica, I know you like tchotchkes and things. <gasps> Ooh. I just like clutter, but yeah. I'm very organized with my clutter. Exactly the same. Then it's yeah. not clutter. Yeah, yeah. there's sentimental value. But also, like, I think the whole sort of, like, act of decluttering to the point of, like, minimalist, where you, you know, the whole, like, Marie Kondo thing. Like, it's sort of, some people can afford to get rid of everything and then just whenever they need something, rebuy it. But, like, I can't afford to do that, so I have to keep it until I need it. And, like, most of the things I have, I do, like... When the situation arises, I'm like, I do have this. And it's such a, a random thing. And I'll be like, yeah, I have a padlock. Like, yeah, I have four of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find that sizes. too. <laughs> yeah. When I moved from my last apartment, 
I got rid of so much stuff and I did a major declutter and it was totally freeing. One of the biggest amount of things I got rid of was craft supplies because I always had the craft. And if someone came over, like, you want to make those iron bead things? I've got those. Do you want to make a lanyard? (laughs) We got that. I'll teach you how to knit, crochet, weave. I have a spinning wheel. We can do whatever. But getting rid of (laughs) craft supplies that were like a decade old was so freeing. And now I actually do projects because I have the stuff I want to actually play with, not just a closet filled with cred. So I think there's a certain level you need to declutter. Yeah, but totally. There is a privilege that comes with like you can just start over whenever you want. Mm-hmm. I shot a music video a couple weekends ago and like it's all green screen. And then the back like what I'm inserting behind us in the green screen is just like I film super close ups of like all my sort of like sequined, cool, cool patterned clothings and stuff. Um, clothings. Uh, and <laughs> like, I'm not that great at doing green screen lighting. Like there is like a bit of a green aura around us a little bit, no matter how cool. much I like um, key it out. And so my way around that is like, well, I'll just use all my like neon green fabric. And then I had like a container of neon green uh, glitter. And I was like, oh, I'll just film this. And I was like, good thing I have every single color of glitter. And where I got it all, it was like in this mega pack of probably like 24 colors of glitter it's like amazing whenever anyone moves out of the apartments that i live in they'll just dump so much stuff and like in the garbage and i'm like this is brand new never opened of course you're gonna need this of course you're gonna need your neon green glitter so i'll just keep it safe for you (laughs) do you guys have a culture of like trash picking in i was gonna share a story with you guys about picking trash last night Yes. Because I put something on the curb and it's gone within an hour here. Oh, for sure. And even like I a even few live minutes. in a like less traffic place now and I was concerned, but I put out some bedding and some old clothing, gone. When I moved out of my last place, I had a lot of things um that were good and like I just bought on like they were impulse purchases from our local uh homeware store called HomeSense. They're mm-hmm. all really pretty and over the years, like maybe ten years, I realized I'd never used this glass cutting board with polka dots on it and <laughs> other things and serving trays and so I started putting things just out on the front lawn instead of in the alley and doing exactly that. And when I came outside, my rich neighbor had taken all of it. <laughs> I was like, well, that's also fine. Mm. Like it's as yeah. long as she's like, this stuff is great. And I'm like, I know I just don't need it. But last night I was walking Hank just around the block and I saw a really nice milk crate Ooh. and anything that's like anything between the colors of like pastel sage blue, green to like light blue or kind of enamel cream, really like I'm a raccoon for those yeah. <laughs> colors. Like I just can't. And it was this, it's this really pretty green color and it's really big. And it says product of Lucerne, which is a local dairy company, but there's some recycling in it. So I couldn't tell if it was to <laughs> oh, give away or yeah. if it was somebody just is like putting stuff in there. And there was a woman across the street and uh, having like a spirited conversation on her phone, like a gossipy kind of Gabby fun conversation. And I was pausing because I really wanted this fucking milk crate and I'm already obsessed with it. I've always wanted a milk crate like this. I never wanted like a bright yellow one or a red one. I would like wanted this one. So I just circled back really slowly (laughs) and then like carried it. You brought your own recycling bag. (laughs) I brought the recycling to a recycling uh, bin and then I took it home and I scrubbed it and now I don't know what to do with it. 
Is it um, a square exciting. one or a rectangle one? It's a rectangle one and it's large. It's like this big. Yeah, I know the type that you're talking about. Those that's I used to have a bunch of them and uh, like I know Is that, that color. It's really nice thick. It's really nice. Yeah. I'll yeah. send you guys a picture on Instagram once it's dry. I used to keep my records in them, but then they changed the size. They changed the size. So you can't fit records in them anymore. We sold them at my last job. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I've seen some nice pine ones at our local beautiful store, Ooh, Welks, yeah. and think, oh wow! The, I was thinking maybe I'll put two snake plants in it. And uh, in the last two years, like if I see something valuable, I'm likely to grab it. Like when my neighbor was moving, she had like a really great lamp and a really nice shelving unit. And I was like, well, these are things I would buy, so I'm just going to keep yeah. them. And I, I've never been like that before, and now I'm like, oh no, this is great. Yeah, it's good. As long as it's not like falling apart and you are going to keep telling yourself, oh, I'll get to fixing that one day. No, I don't know how to fix anything. You know, but use it. It's yours now. It's the law of the streets. For free. Yeah. And it's also nice, though, like to not have to because I don't drive. And Jessica is such a great friend. Like whenever I've moved, she always takes me to the Salvation Army or takes stuff for me. Nice. But it's also nice to just not have to rely on anyone or take anything to the Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. Clothes, I still like drop off but it's harder with bigger things anyways i just trailed off uh great <laughs> great podcasting alicia not bad yeah you're right um <laughs> do you guys want me to tell you my retail nightmare yes, yeah please uh so uh, as people who've listened to the podcast i uh, know i have been doing most of my grocery ordering online and at the beginning of covid i started using instacart simply because it was the only option all of the other places I would normally use were booked up for weeks. And I definitely had some fear of like scarcity fear. So I used Instacart. And even though it was really expensive, because you have to pay like three different fees and including a tip, which the tip makes really great sense. And I'm sure everything else does too. um, It didn't really bother me at the time. But the last time I ordered was April because our local store spud became accessible again. And, but on Friday night, I was thinking, oh shit, like I don't have any groceries and I'm kind of running low on staples and I've missed all the cutoff for the stores I prefer and I don't want to go grocery shopping. Uh, so I ordered from Instacart and it was a pretty big grocery order. And I had all these like really difficult to find items based on like Mm. my weird diet, like this weird frozen bread called unbread and (laughs) like, it's like unbun. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's grain-free. It is not that bad, but it's very expensive. And I try not to buy it. But And all these other things and things that I had planned to make recipes with. Like I kind of like was planning for the whole week. And this is why Instacart sucks. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what you're going to get until the morning of uh, or the day of. And this poor person that was doing the um, <laughs> order kept messaging me with like just terrible suggestions for... <laughs> products like I had requested chocolate chips to make these delicious uh raw peanut butter chocolate chip cookies yeah uh, which I've yeah I'll send they're so good and they're vegan I'll send Yay. you the recipe yeah um and all these other like lovely things where I was like oh it's going to be great to make burgers and uh do all this other stuff and the at 8 a.m he started just texting me he's like this is out of stock he's like I'm going to send you these other cookies I'm like I cannot eat those cookies <laughs> I am very allergic to those cookies I'm so sorry and then I like ordered bone broth, like, which is just whatever. But I ordered that particular thing because it doesn't have like something in it that I'm allergic to. And he's like, how about this? And it's like, he's like, Campbell's soup <laughs> <laughs> with noodles. I'm like, 
I'm like, no, he's like, it's just, <laughs> it was quite funny. And then I just felt really ashamed and embarrassed, like that my diet is so weird. And I uh, then it came to the bread part of the conversation because I was watching him fill the card and like making suggestions. And he's like, this product doesn't exist. I'm like, and I know exactly where it is in the store. So I told him, he's like, no, <laughs> I know I, yeah. it was there. And same with a few other things. He's like, there's no chocolate chips in the store. I'm like, this is the largest store in Vancouver. There are definitely <laughs> chocolate chips in the store. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> That's so, so weird. It just went, it took an hour, an hour of talking back and forth with this poor guy who's getting like a $15 tip. Uh, it really makes weird. you want to drive there and just like rub his face in the chocolate <laughs> chips. I work across the street from that store and I'm back in the office a few days a week and I was very tempted to just go and like see those chocolate chips. But I think it's the last time I use Instacart. It seems so inefficient, like that they're well texting yeah, you directly. Those folks would come into this place I used to work and wouldn't be able to find stuff. So they would ask for the people working there's help. And they often would be getting help from people pulling orders that were actually placed through our system and fulfilled through us. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just felt like a real fuck you to our team when someone was like swooping in to get, you know, this yeah. gig job for the job that they were doing in a skilled way. <laughs> so it's like it's like Uber for stores. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that's how it worked. I thought it was like a specific to each store thing. Yeah, it's very much like a Postmates kind of thing we where don't you can have like that here either <laughs> turn it on and say okay i'm gonna do the job i could be wrong there could be some differences there but i'm pretty sure it's like you know weird finding yeah, the, really the weird. task and doing it yeah anyways that was one of my retail nightmares and my other retail nightmare is i noticed this week at work that after the pandemic kind of everything that's that's going on and uh the probably the belief for a lot of people that that it's over which is wrong People have gone back to being just like completely entitled around um, uh, complaints. Um, I believe it. Just have had so many rage filled complaints for little things this week. And uh, I had one today that I just kind of let the person go on and on and on and on because he wasn't making a point. And I kept like <laughs> saying, well, actually, well, that's not accurate or no, that's not what has changed. And no, that wouldn't be the reason. And but he wouldn't ask me what he wanted. He wouldn't exactly say what the like what's going on, but he kept mentioning how much money he spent. And I was like, well, can you ret return it to the store? And he's like, well, I bought it all on sale. And I'm like, I can't help you if you don't ask me what you want. And you're wasting my entire day. But my favorite one this week was someone said that we ruined their anniversary because the product was did not meet their standards. And it wasn't our fault that the product didn't meet their standards. And so I had to very delicately word that, like, you bought an expired product from a store. So it's, <laughs> right. that's the store's fault. That you let it ruin your day is your Lower fault. your standards. Yeah, like, what sort of anniversary plans did you have? Like, we were going to rub salad dressing on each other and it was rancid. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sexy. No one can get hurt. Um <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I have uh, parents write in that say, like, I ruined their child's life. Uh, <laughs> as I've said before, the solve is always the same. It doesn't matter what you yeah. say. Like, I'm just going to give you the same. The resolution could happen with or without these details. But uh, it was amazing, like, how the really strong turn to, like, dunking on staff returned this week. 
like, how dare you? And oh my gosh. And I spoke to a woman in Canada and she's like, why on earth would you do this to our family? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, it's not personal. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't thanks. until we started speaking about it, and now it is personal. <laughs> now it is very personal. I also just like, I mean, I know you can't say this because it's your job, but I would like, I, w- I would just want to be like, this is what you're mad about out of like everything that's yeah. going on in the world right now. <laughs> like you're going to take it out. anger. Yeah. Like there's something productive. Literally people being beaten up in the streets <laughs> and you're like, you ruined my like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that being said, too, like this in the past three months, I've had to field just wild, wild questions from customers. Like last week was like, what's Antifa? Um <laughs> Why are they asking you that? People have way more time right now to talk um, because they're not working. Wow. Are these phone conversations? In the phone conversations. And for a while, I was the only one on phones. And so, you know, a conversation that would normally be four minutes is 25 minutes. Yeah. Yikes. Um, But people will drop like racist comments. um, People do that to you in person. Yes, of course. They would do that in person. As soon as my current job reopens, I'm expecting all of the lonely seniors to be coming in to talk at me for an hour and a half about stuff. And I just stand there like, oh, great. Uh Like 90% of my job some days is just listening to someone talk at me because they're lonely. Yeah. Do you guys have a mask policy? Like, will people have to wear masks to be in the store? Yes, we in in New York City in general, it is expected that you're wearing a mask if you can't socially distance. Okay. And I would say that a good majority of people have one on all the time. And then there's a lot of the, well, only if you're around, so I'll pull back up kind of people. Mm-hmm. But um, they passed a law that you can refuse people's entry if they're not wearing one. And we intend to do that. That's great. That's good. There's been so many awful like attacks on retail workers in Mm -hmm. other states. Yeah. I think we're going to ease back in. Like we'll do maybe some virtual appointments and then slowly restrict traffic into the store. And I don't think we're I think it will be a long time before we have a high traffic Saturday again kind of thing. And -hmm. hopefully people won't be out just to poke around and do things. But I mean, I'm pent up and want to get out and moving around, too. But just not what we're doing right now. Yeah. Jay and I just, we ran some errands on the weekend. We did some bike errands on the Friday. And then on Sunday, we were going to bike somewhere. But then <laughs> my butt hurt too much from <laughs> biking the Friday before. Uh, because that was like our first bike ride in a while. So we drove. And it was like the first time we'd driven in like three months. And it was so weird because we drove sort of like, we were in, around the Main Street area and like, Kingsway and Camby, which are all sort of like popular eating spots and shopping. And it was just like everything was back to normal. Like I didn't see any masks and like people were just like on patios, like relaxing. And I was like, how is this fun? (laughs) I don't like I can't (laughs) foresee like Jay and I have our anniversary coming up this weekend. And I'm like, I don't want to go to a restaurant like that. Be so stressful. Like to live your life without anxiety (laughs) like I'm not even what is that like (laughs) I'm not even an anxious person really like very much but like obviously lately I I have been um but it's 
well-founded. It's not like... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not like made up stuff, but like... Yeah, just I just couldn't imagine wanting to sit and drink a beer on a patio and like having that desire be so strong yeah. that I would like because also I've got friends who are like, oh, let's hang out in the park. And like everyone's like, let's meet for drinks. And I'm sort of like, I don't know about you, but like the second a liquid touches my mouth, I have to pee. So I'm sort yeah. of like, can we just hang out for the length of time that my bladder can hold out? Because I don't really want to be using like park bathrooms. Just like and you don't want to be riding your bike ever. while you have to pee really exactly. bad too. Go for a big bump. It's the worst. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just sort of like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but also like, I don't want to do any of these things. You can only do like what makes you feel good. Like I went and had my hair done last week. And although everything like the whole situation felt very kind of safe, but afterwards, like leading up to it and afterwards, the anxiety and the sort of guilt that I felt around it was not worth it. I should have just like colored my hair for another month. Uh, and till I felt well, better about great. it. Thanks. <laughs> it's totally worth it. <laughs> no. But yeah, when I was also on Main Street on Sunday, I hung out in a park. I met Katie Ellen around 10 a.m. And the parks were already busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So as it got busier, also there was just this dad, like it's a very bad, it's a very bad allergy year. So I'm assuming this is allergies. He's just standing in the community garden, coughing and sneezing and wheezing. <laughs> And he was, he's like probably like in his like late thirties, early forties. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it was You're a grown ass man. You're a grown Cover ass man mouth. and you have children. And he's just behind like a bunch of flowers going. <laughs> Sneezing should be outlawed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am conclude. on so much reactant just so Gross. I basically don't sneeze in front of anybody. And when I sneeze in my own apartment, like obviously my neighbors can hear me and I feel so self-conscious and I sneeze in the hallway. Uh, every time I go outside, like I get stuffed up and I was so ashamed. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. what if I think I'm gross. I think <sighs> it's okay. I mean, it's weird. Like obviously everywhere is at different stages. Um, if they sneeze in New York, somebody should say, what's the matter you? They should say. <laughs> Hey, I'm making a flat Italian pie here. <laughs> like we're technically in NBC. We're at the stage that we were at, like when I stopped working, like when cafe closed, I think it was March 17th. I think we're at like fewer cases than we were at then. But like, I don't know. I don't feel as safe as I felt back then. You know, yeah, because feel, like, as we feel, know more. Yeah, yeah, like everything that's happened in those past three months. Aren't we just going to spike and <sighs> yeah, who go knows? nuts again? Who knows? Did you guys read that Atlantic article that came out yesterday? No. It's really good. Um, so if you just go to Atlantic, all of their articles on COVID are uh, easily to access. And it just said that because of the protests that have happened all over North America, and especially in, in New York and other major cities, they'll now find out if it's actually transmitted the way that they think it's transmitted. Oh, okay. Because they really still just, scientists are really just learning, which is why I get so frustrated when people are frustrated with like the, with who, or with, yeah. uh, I just call them who, I'm sure everyone else calls them the WHO, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> who like, were you talking about? <laughs> the who. Well, they just changed their like mask philosophies in the last like 48 hours, too. Yeah. And it's still wear a mask. Yeah. And it's still wear a mask. (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst phone call I had of the COVID phone calls, which was 
uh, wearing a mask was against my my civil rights. Um, <sighs> so, I was yeah. Great. I'm still going to wear it even though it gives me eczema on my chin. <laughs> yeah. I keep storing my clean mask beside Hank's uh, dried anchovy pouch <laughs> that I keep in my jacket pocket. So it's like lovely and washed and uh, it smells really nice when I put it in the pocket. And then when I take it out, it smells like fish and I have to put it on my face. Mm, um, what a treat. Wash, wash uh, rinse, repeat. Uh, put it back <laughs> in the anchovy pocket. Fish rinse. Speaking of I which, love Hank it. is here. Hi, he how are you? I love the masks for when I haven't brushed my teeth and then I immediately hate the mask because I haven't <laughs> brushed my teeth. It's a real lose-lose situation. Yeah, I was like, there's kind of a win, kind of a lose. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, should we do acceptable sauces? Yeah. Acceptable sauces, acceptable sauces. Yes. An acceptable sauce is just the bare minimum of something that you would eat. This is like often a snack you would eat in private. Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> often not something you would be willing to admit to others. Uh, the example we always give is previous guest Jane Stanton uh, would put water on popcorn just to feel like there was something on there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, like pickled juice with a lot of things. Hell yeah. And my neighbor made pickles and like basically shoved a jar in my hand and was like, here, eat these. Just return the jar, please. And so every time I get a pickle, I make sure to like dunk it extra in the vinegar <laughs> and do that. And then like drizzle it on things. Because I also Ooh. like um a fake chicken patty where, you know, chicken is spelled with Chicken. I'm missing, yeah, I'm missing a... Apostrophes. Vowel, <laughs> yeah, with an apostrophe. <laughs> and so I will kind of like put a little on there, put a little hot sauce that's vinegary, and then put mustard on top of that. Whoa. Because oh. um, I really love hot sauce. My number one hot sauce is Taco Bell Diablo sauce. Oh. Very popular. Which is the like Chipotle one. And pretty early in quarantine, I made it through all of my packets of it. <laughs> and then I ordered from them online and they didn't include it, even though I asked for it. And it was one of those, I am desperate for Taco Bell. I'm going to pay three times the cost just to have it delivered to me, which was an awful mistake. It was cold. They didn't include my hot sauce. Normally, they give you so much hot sauce that you have to put some back. But now I've learned my lesson. I never put it back. I bring it back home and I have a special spot that I keep it in. My friends are friends who Jay and I are godparents to their cats. So we've spent a lot of time like looking after them in their apartment. They have an entire drawer that's just filled with the Taco Bell hot sauce packets. Yeah. And it's I'm so, it's so good <laughs> on surprised. eggs. 
He's oh. the best one on eggs. And I, I found one from a little company in Maine that is kind of similar. It's like a Chipotle maple. So oh. it's like maple syrupy. Um, and that's good, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. So it works for now and it's supporting a cute little company. Nice. Yeah. I used to love the salsa that came with McDonald's breakfast burritos. Ooh. Like it was the perfect salsa for me. It was mostly just kind of a thin hot sauce with a couple of bits of tomato. Just like a yeah. wet salsa. Yeah, it was They make very something like wet. that at Taco Bell too. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. I love those breakfast burritos from McDonald's in 1994 when they came out. Yeah, I don't even remember them. Um, I have a new acceptable sauce. I'm so excited. So we had uh, chips. We had like tortilla chips and I didn't have any sour cream to dip them in. But we did have cottage cheese. Oh, and yeah. So I just <laughs> drained, I, I drained the liquid off of the cottage cheese and used that as like a oh, wet. I'm back out. <laughs> no, it was good. Like it was really creamy. It was just like a watery, creamy, sour cream-esque. How sturdy are those curds? I've actually never had cottage cheese. Um, The kind that we've been getting lately, usually they're they sort like of. squishy? Usually they're sort of. Yeah, like medium firm and like smaller. But the ones we've been getting lately are like big and sort of angular and harder. So like, so the liquid is more thick. (laughs) Is that the organic Meadows cottage cheese? I I don't know what. Are you supposed to eat the liquid too, or are you supposed to kind of drain it? I guess it's to your taste. (laughs) It's like curds in a way. Like you're meant to, but you can also like mix it up so it becomes more of a singular thing. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't like yogurt liquid. Like, I always pour that off the top. Yeah. I don't like to mix it up. I like it more firm. But the cottage cheese liquid, pretty good in a pinch. Nice. nice. I, I would do it again. I also made a, of an aioli yesterday with fake mayonnaise, like a Hellman's vegan mayonnaise, um, which is also good on a chicken sandwich and also good mixed with hot sauce. But I made those, like, Orida french fries in the oven because now that i i do go to the grocery store because my grocery store is really good about all of the things they give you gloves when you walk in and Whoa. everyone's kind of barriered and all this so to to get to the non-dairy ice cream it's across from all of the oven fries and finally i broke down and brought some home <laughs> I bought fries at the beginning of COVID and it was one of the best decisions. You guys are both in big potatoes pocket. Yeah, always True. have been though. <laughs> For dinner tonight, I had a tofu sub that had potato salad on it. Whoa. And it w- served with that was waffle fries. Whoa. Because I added the waffle fries to the order because potato chips came with it and you couldn't remove the potato chips. So I got a Three sandwich kinds with potatoes of potato. on it. <laughs> With the waffle fries, and now I have chips for later. Potatoes three ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Alicia. I have a, a cheat. What? How? Well, my acceptable sauce is going to be mayonnaise. Everyone knows how much I love mayonnaise, uh, vegan or otherwise. Very good. Really, though, vegan mayonnaise tastes exactly the same. I will argue that. It really does. Yeah. It's it just one has of a different texture. Yeah, and even then, it's like... But my thing is, is my favorite salad, besides potato salad, is coleslaw. And all mm. you need to make coleslaw is mayonnaise and salt and pepper. Yeah. And coleslaw on anything makes it better. Don't you need yeah. cabbage also? 
You need coleslaw, which I just buy in a bag. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you um, buy the pre and then you just dunk yeah, your sauce so on there? Fast. And oh, it's that's so, genius. Such a great way to just quickly have like a salad. And But yeah, so mayonnaise is once again my acceptable sauce. It makes everything better. I, I just agree. Love it. And it mixes so well with everything else. So if you yeah. want something that's like funkier than mayonnaise, <laughs> you can add that. <laughs> There's truly totally. nothing funkier than mayonnaise. <laughs> it's as funky as I get. Um, I'm so hungry talking about this. I haven't had dinner yet. Why don't <laughs> oh, yeah, because you guys haven't Papa had dinner. Of the week. Okay. Lizzie, who is your pup of the week? This can be an animal, a vegetable, a mineral, whatever you choose. Just something that's great that you love. My pup of the week is... The laundry man, I call him. (laughs) So at the beginning of quarantine, I had a really bad laundry experience with an app that'll come and pick it up and take it and do it and bring it back. And I had had trouble with this app before because they always lose my socks. Oh, no. And I always buy nice, like expensive socks because I stand all day for a living. And I like having nice shoes and socks. Um, So they had already, you know, it was like, shame on you. What's the saying? I'll get it wrong. (laughs) Fool me once. Fool me once, yeah. <laughs> well, they had already fooled me twice. Like, they had lost socks, and I still called called them to do my laundry. And they lost it, basically, and I didn't get it back for a week and a half when they had promised me, like, 24-hour turnaround. Whoa. And I had at least two panic attacks about it, and, you know, very frustrating. But I walk past this place because I started taking walks because, you know, fitness and whatnot in the quarantine. And... I walked by this place that was called My Favorite Cleaners. And, you know, I kind of rolled my eyes at that, like, oh, I'll be the judge of this. <laughs> but then I started using them and they're the best. And the laundry man is so nice. He remembers my name. I've only been going there for like a month and a half. He's super friendly. Every single time, he's just very generous with it. This is like a retail dream, too. Um, but, He's just so awesome. And I saw him today because I picked up laundry and he was about to leave to go pick up um, uh, like somebody else's laundry. Um, I usually walk mine there. And he stopped and was like, no, wait, I'll wait. Let's get your laundry. This is so nice. (laughs) I just I think about him so much. He's so nice. (laughs) I wish him well. He's he's a great guy. The laundry man. So it it is my favorite cleaners. It has become your favorite. It has. Wow. It has a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Amazing. Alicia, who's your puppo? Uh, My puppo is Hank. Yay. Yeah, he's so wonderful. Uh, When I go to bed at night, um, he always sits at the sleeps. He's already usually in bed. He like knows what I'm getting ready. So he like goes in and gets the best spot. Um, And then he falls asleep. And then when I get into bed, I always think, oh, I hope he'll snuggle with me tonight. But sometimes he doesn't move for a while. And then just as I'm about to fall asleep, he comes up and he snuggles. Oh, and it's the nicest. That's cute. And nice friend. Yeah, he's my best friend. And uh, he a leaky anal glands, weird <laughs> lump and leg, sprained shoulder, hating cats, everything. Still love him to death. <laughs> Good old lumpy leg. He's yeah. a complex individual. Yeah, he's so sweet, though. How about you, Jessica? There is a baby crow um, that has been being very loud for the past. Like, I feel like it's been months because I think I think it was 
it's just in the bush right outside of our window. We live on the ground floor and uh, like you can hear it cawing for food and it's like ah, caw, caw, and then you hear it getting fed and it's like because it like <laughs> keeps making noise as its parent is putting feed me, its feed me. beak inside its mouth yeah um because i think i'm pretty sure the crow was born when we were looking after the cat because like it would wake her up and so it like wakes us up early in the morning and we usually don't really get to see it but this week mostly yesterday Yes. It has been learning to fly and it is so adorable and endearing. It's pretty big. It. It's like a fledgling. So it's almost the size of its parents. And so we live across from all these trees. They're like big maple, like Japanese maple trees that um, have like all these sort of like intertwining branches. And so the parent crows will like fly from one branch to another and then look back and sort of be like, you can do this. Come on. And the baby crow is so like hesitant. And Jay and I will be standing there watching being like, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> and it's so heartwarming when the baby lands because it's always like a very awkward landing, like can't get its footing. And it's so heartbreaking when they miss because <laughs> it's just like slowly plummets to the ground. But then it gets back up again and it'll be like hopping up the balcony of the apartment across from us. And it's just like such a beautiful, heartwarming distraction. Like watching watching two crows train another crow to be a crow. And like it must be so cool to just realize that you can fly and like learning yeah. how to fly. <laughs> it's it's like worth waking up every morning to the sound of I'm jealous. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. And I like they trimmed the the bush that it lives in a couple weeks ago. And I was really scared. And the parent crows were like attacking the guys who were trimming it from the like landscaping company. And they were like, fuck off. And I was like, you fuck <laughs> off. That's their home. Like they yeah. deserve to live there. <laughs> yeah. So I just hope that once the baby can uh, fly properly, that the parents will bring it to meet us. <laughs> because the parents come over to our balcony but the baby hasn't been here yet so i'm like fingers crossed do you feed them mom and dad yeah they come and get peanuts from us oh nice oh, nice in so the shell I, no just shelled halved peanuts what a treat yeah <laughs> um and i just imagine that like that that baby's poo has got to be just pure peanut butter <laughs> oh, I could make those cookies. Yeah. Artisanal crow them. peanut butter. Yeah, like crow processed, <laughs> single origin. <laughs> they make that coffee where they do that, right? Mm -hmm. What is it that the coffee gets pooped out? Donkeys. I am not interested in that coffee. No. But anyway, that's our podcast. This is the podcast, Yay. Lizzie. If people want to follow you online, if they want to listen to your podcast. They can follow me at Lizzie Bartelt. I'm that on most social media platforms. Um, we're, we haven't really recorded the podcast in quite a while, but you're welcome to go listen to stuff that we've done in the past for Let's Drink About It. Yeah, great podcast. It should podcast. still be up that you can listen to it. Yeah. Ben was on past, recently last that's week. in that has been on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. A trifecta. Yeah, yeah. I did it. Hand me your cards. I'm going to punch it for the last person. <laughs> <laughs> One free drink next time I see you. You That'd can listen great. to Alicia's episode of that. Yeah. 
Dave Shimka has one as well. That's really funny. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's been on more than once, I think. I always remember him getting really drunk the first <laughs> one he did. I think we got you very drunk. Oh, yeah. And that, that cocktail was so delicious. It had carrot juice in it, I think. Amazing. Yeah, for eyesight. Yeah. That was lovely. That was like one of the highlights of my trip for sure was hanging out with you guys. I have a really nice photo of us and it's on my digital frame. So I see it occasionally. Ooh. Oh, nice. yeah. Shuffled in with all my niece photos. Futuristic. Jessica, anything? Um, If you have any questions for Alicia or I, or also Jay, email them to us at retailnightmarespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, because we're going to do a question and answer episode for let's our Patreon. A, listener mail. Yeah, let's put a deadline on that so people do get it in. We really want a, your questions, so try and get them into us this week. Yeah, um, we've got a bunch of really good ones so far. Yeah, so by the end of this week, um, send us your questions. Yeah, if you have any like burning desires that you've been wanting to ask us, like, what's my shoe size? I'm not going to tell you now. I know it is. I didn't say anything. Yeah. We're going to have to get you like celebrity foot pics. Oh, no. Don't. (laughs) Oh, gross. Don't get weird about it. Don't get weird. So for listeners, please don't get weird about it. All the questions have been uh, very tasteful and nice so far. And these are not like uh, self-help questions because we retired that segment (laughs) long ago. ago. It got too intense. I was terrible at it. There um, are many other advice podcasts out there. They can true. go to that. Yeah. That's true. And they can go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so this <laughs> has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. If you like the podcast, you know, you're always welcome to donate to our Patreon account. Uh, but there's no expectation there. Um, we love all of you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Take care of each other. Mwah. Mwah. Mwah, mwah, and walk mwah. good.